0: After, again, The Ninth Jedi, probably my just screenplay award winner of this yeah, whole absolutely. collection. We have T-O-B-1. Or just Toby. Toby. Oh, shit. I just realized, did we even note the studio in The Ninth Jedi? I don't think we did. Okay, so for The Ninth Jedi, by it's the production way. Production IG. Yeah, it's Production IG. And, you know, they know what they're doing. They've been at it long enough. Yeah, and um, Kenji uh, Kamiyama for the director there, for those of you who are... Uh... In the know. In the know. So Toby or T zero B one.
1: It's by Science Star. They did a Della Man baby. It looks very much like a Masaki Uasa doing uh doing Astro Boy.
0: That yeah, way of Star it Wars. Lends, yeah, and it definitely lends it a unique flavor, which I'm sure people were worried about, you know, standing out in this collection. And I think that pulling Astro Boy aesthetics and let's be frank here, literal plot points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> into star wars was a creative way of going about the whole anime meets star wars thing yeah i enjoyed that um i think
1: it's the first time i've ever seen like these two aspects of the star wars canon intersect which is droid wants to be jedi
0: and it is done in a very um earnest isn't the word because all stories are lies spun by professionals but it's done in... It has heart. It has heart. It definitely has heart, and I appreciated that about it. Their um, version of Dr. Light, or whatever the Astro Boy version of him, has, it has a wonderful design. And also, Yeah, it just looks like Dr. Light. And yeah, it <laughs> does, <laughs> does in fact look like Dr. Light. If you ever wanted to see a Jedi with a power-up transformation void, do well, I have some good shit for you? Mm. Yeah, it was a fun mood. It was definitely one of the shorts willing to try something different even if something different is sort of just bringing in the playbook of something else yeah something that is not a flaw in it just a joke we could not stop making is oh my god there's a force sensitive world we have to kill it the age of the <laughs> monkeys is over We cannot survive. <laughs> <laughs> like anyone that sees this robot their first reaction has to be it's over
1: it's all over this is sort of like it's theorized that the the human being who makes first contact, no matter which way you slice it, someone is going to assassinate that human being. <laughs> just because of what he represents. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're fucking doomed the second the second you touch fingertips with an alien for the first time, you're fucking dead, kid. <laughs> Some nutter. You're just going to wake up in that fucking ditch from
0: the beginning of Fallout New Vegas and a man in a black suit's gonna be holding a pistol. <laughs> And he's gonna be a way better shot than the guy from New Vegas. I'm gonna let you. I,
1: uh. <laughs> just. Some reactionary is going to fucking end you. So be, uh. Try not to initiate first contact with an alien. You will become too important not to die. So, yeah,
0: you, uh, see this force sensitive droid who, as far as I can tell, just represents the end of the human story. And, uh. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> But yeah, it's very uh, heartfelt sketch. Interesting animation style. There's this fun thing where um, the things essentially got 360 limbs on every axis, so he's very bendy, and they do a lot yeah. of little animation stuff of that. And as you can imagine, when um, push comes to sword fight, it, it it just comes across in his movement that he can do that, yeah. which I thought was cool fun. and fun. And isn't that just some of the goal of, of sci fi action media? just cool and fun. And fun. So, number seven. Ah, uh, yes, here is our second trigger entry. Oh, the Elder. They took their riddle in here for this one. It's interesting and fun. It's a little padded out for my taste. Yeah, they, they would not stop talking in this one. It was good. Like, it was solid. It was good. It may be one of the ones that just feels the most like. A general Star Wars thing happened. Yeah, yeah, it felt like
1: with... very much sort of uh the kind of prequel flavor, like yeah. prequel era flavor. I think it takes place right before um or some short amount of time before Episode One. I think it was like be before since the idea
0: of there being any Sith presences a whole Like surprise. it's like oh, oh there is uh, shit. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, I doth be concerned. It's not bad at all. If this whole collection didn't exist and there's just this one random anime Star Wars thing, I probably would be cooming twice as hard over its presence. I'm always someone who is a big booster of embracing your individual strengths. So it's kind of ironic that I like this one less because Trigger has
1: more of their Ritalin in here. And we've given Trigger shit about, like... Going fucking nuts up with things before, too. We... Because, you know, like Darling and the Franks went fucking nuts <laughs> <laughs> to its infinite detriment. But, um, Star Wars can benefit from going trigger
0: levels of nuts. I, as someone who owns a copy of The Force Unleashed, I will Exactly, say- <laughs> yeah. It can benefit, and I guess just. I don't know, collections like this, or so remember the horror anthology VHS, whatever anthology things. I think are very much about people bringing their unique weirdness or skills to the table, mm. and it yeah. sounds like I'm shitting. This one. It, it, it's fun. It was an interesting. Sort of. Yeah, the finding. thing, the
1: thing is good. I think. I think. Um, ultimately, there's a more interesting conversation to be had about its faults than its strengths. Mm, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, um, what does it remind me of? Like, in terms of its art style and animation, it, uh... Nothing that Trigger's honestly done. This was sort of, uh... This, didn't, this doesn't really resemble anything that Trigger's done heretofore. Maybe a little bit academia, Like, maybe a little bit. That's the thing. It is so unlike any of their other stuff in terms of, like, the art style that it, uh... It does somewhat feel like its own beast. And like you were saying, it does feel like the, um, the most, the one that tries the hardest to recreate the sort of, um, Star Wars flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, now I want a Star Wars Inferno Cup.
0: would be pretty fucking sick, dude, yeah. Oh man, to stick a bounty under there. I guess what I'm saying is, uh, look, we are never going to see a live action Cara Dune again. <laughs> <laughs> but grab some voice
1: actress. I'm just, well, I'm thinking, like, you do a season of The Mandalorian. Remember how, like, Archer went through a whole bunch of seasons where it was, like, just a different piece of genre fiction each yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just season three of The Mandalorian. Have it be, like, more black exploitation flavored <laughs> Just, like, everyone knows Kung Fu now.
0: Great. Oh, um, by the way, for, um cannon heads there is just a, a little clever reflection on just the Sith imploding tendencies. This. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was fun. It was like t- See, here's the issue with the Sith. Here's the issue with the Sith. They have such shitty clairvoyance and they're so convinced that it's awesome clairvoyance <laughs> and that they're right this time. <laughs> Every single fucking time. What yeah. trips them up is them being like, all right, I've seen my victory, let's do this. The Every single time they're wrong. Every single
0: time. The prophecy is clear. We are on plan unlimited victory. <laughs> i don't even need to do anything anymore you're just gonna fall they see these prophecies
1: they take out their cell phone and send to all their friends let's get this bread they bet on dogecoin right before that episode of saturday night live (laughs) they put a million fucking dollars on it
0: the profit has been foretold (laughs) fucking great so speaking of doing something different in um the pot Lop and Ocho is our eighth short, one of the again another extremely enjoyable one. Yeah, it was a really money. fucking good one. Uh Geno Studio, who I am going to pretend to know is off the back of my head, but Wikipedia is wide open in my hand. Works include Oh they did some golden Kamui Oh well. Golden, there, golden there, Kamui.
1: There's your They did golden Kamui. There's your fucking pedigree right there. there is, yeah. Motherfucking smash it. So This one was great. I actually like this one more than I did. Like, having sat with it for a couple of days, I actually like this one a little bit more than I did when I first watched it. It was, uh, it kind of had it all. I really appreciated the
0: well roundedness of it. It has some of the classic Star Wars bits, and just I feel about the setting. Again, there's that tension between good and evil. And this one remembered that whole Light Rising, but also sort of played a little bit more. Well, this and the last one actually put a bit more of that idea of corruption. Yeah and struggling with that and the idea can you or can you you know not save people
1: I also like how they they flipped the whole um you know old conservative yes um old conservative head of the family who is wrong and young rebellious one who is right and like no actually in this in this case it is the um young rebellious one who's absolutely wrong because there I'm sure there's a whole lot of families out there who have a 14 year old who went alt right (laughs) Yes, he is rebellious. That does not mean that he is right. If your teen has the Blaze sidecut,
0: this short might resonate with you. Mm-hmm. This man's whole struggle to reconnect with his daughter who sees it imperial gear and goes, Hachi Machi, look at that aesthetic! As, as you can tell, I'm one of the six people who remembers the show, The Critic. I say Hachi Machi all the time for some reason. But oh, that's what that's from. Yep, that's, that's where I got that disease.
1: And man. It also this, features an alien race of Bugs Bunnies. Yes, it
0: features an alien race of Bugs Bunnies. Our principal one has a scouter with a carrot on it. I fucking love the scouter carrot. I think it turns out is all I really want for media. Like, <laughs> it I, I talk, was like so great. I talk all about this about wider themes or well-choreographed action. Oh, or, she's
1: got a scouter. It has a carrot.
0: It, it's very... Essential to my enjoyment of entertainment going forward, that you really try to work in a carrot scouter and your fucking project. character design. I have to tell you, that was good stuff. There's sort of a thing going on in this one where the force is sort of on the periphery of it, not outside of the plot line. Like it's not full like bad batch the sword and all that kind of stuff comes in in, a, in an interesting sort of sideways way yeah. and no one quite has their shot webs in. <laughs>
1: no, I also like how the lightsaber in this in this short has like engravings on it. Yeah. Impossible. Sure. Really fucking sick though.
0: It does lend it
1: a lot of character, but yeah. The this one is like on the blade. Yeah. Just 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 for clarification it... for those of you at home, it's not like yeah, yeah, yes, you can you know, have like all you- sorts of engravings on the hilt. I'm talking about the the blade. If you like, it zoomed in on, and there's there there's fun, just engravings on it. It's it's, it's cool. I liked it. It was really fun. So, cool, but yeah, you're you're right when you said this one a little bit of everything.
0: I liked I liked the action, like the car I the characters, like the characters a lot. Actually,
1: it had a fun star. It took place on a fun Star Warsy world. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked like it could have been, you know, one of the home worlds that you go to in one of the Kotor games. Yeah, yeah. I speak a whole lot of the Kotor games because this is because it's one of my favorite game duologies. I'll Yeah, it's just it's just a couple of my favorite games.
0: And I speak of the Kotor games because I am a human gamer of taste. Mm-hmm. And
1: there's wow. a couple of the better RPGs ever made. Yep, yep, yep. What do you want? Uh yeah, no, it Some was people would this was a, a very different... strong
0: entry. Some people would want a better combat system. I'm going to galaxy brain you on this. A great action combat system does draw development resources from something else. And if it had better combat,
1: you might not have gotten Kreia. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Well, if you want slightly better combat and Kreia, just play the, uh, the DLCs to Fallout New Vegas. Because it has, you know... Fallout 3 slash New Vegas combat, which, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, and also Craya. By a different name this time, but it's still Chris Avalone speaking about the franchise through an antagonist. Craya.
0: <laughs> so, finally, we have Akakiri. Oh, wait, did we name a studio on the previous one? I don't think we did. Yeah.
1: Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. the guys who did uh, Golden Comedy. This okay. This was the only studio that seems to be, like, new or just has... Did, i i didn't find anything that they'd done previously oh the one for nine for nine yeah for akakiri oh no 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 it's science sorrow again it's science sorrow again yeah oh huh
0: okay so it's science sorrow science sorrow is another studio got a benefit of getting um two in here
1: and it did also yeah feel a little bit masaki yuasa esque ish
0: esque. it did okay in this case our director is one and young Choi.
1: this one is interesting this one and the duel felt the most like they took place in an alternate universe from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. A bit of that
0: Worlds vibe. Yeah. Um, like, you would have trouble convincing me this is on the same tech tree as Star Wars. hmm It definitely had some of its own most flavor as well. It was good. Like, yeah. I, I
1: I enjoyed it start to finish. Uh, but it was... I... That, that was one of the reasons why is because it felt so weird and, like, what ify. Yeah, it definitely had that Definitely had off-kill vibe. I... It it immediately
0: hits you when you listen to it. Like the soundtrack to this one is almost all of these interesting drum patterns and feels. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the other ones, whether we like to dislike them played safely in the territories of Da Da <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh you know, John Williams is a genre. Yeah, yeah. And this one um went a little somewhere else in this um We may have to make a modification to your um, whole Sith clairvoyance thing because it really, just seems that all clairvoyance in Star Wars just bites dicks.
1: Yeah, don't don't trust the future. Don't do not trust. It's interesting. It is. Star Wars has this interesting relationship with destiny. Destiny
0: in Star Wars. Really... It seems to be an
1: ongoing argument that the franchise
0: is, in fact, having. There's a bit of multi-multi author syndrome in there too. Yeah, 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 very true. One of the average outcomes of it that these fucking visions really are a lot like when someone gives you numbers for the track. Like this dog has it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes my feeling on it. Um, there's there's, okay, a, here's there's the... a certain interesting take that you are being dragged along into the future by the force.
1: Yes. I which, mean, that was, that was what Kraya's problem oh, yeah, it was. was oh, yeah, I was doing the joke. Was, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah but... but... Oh, sorry. We we draw from literally the exact same reference pool. It's not even a Venn diagram. It's just a circle. It's just a circle. It's just this four-armed creature, arms folded together. <laughs> uh, I, I noticed that there's... That in Star Wars... I don't know what this means, but yeah. The Sith trust implicitly their clairvoyance and are like, oh yeah, like like fucking Adam's saying, like this is how I win. <laughs> uh and Jedi are deeply fucking afraid of theirs. Mm. Like they never like what they see when they see visions of the future and always take steps to avoid it and always are um ultimately unsuccessful in doing so. Yeah. Or just like, well f- force is kind of an asshole to everyone. <laughs> You now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, no one ends up having a good time when it comes to visions of the future in Star Wars. You know, you can get your lemon
0: dick or like they're li- dick.
1: they're either lying to you and you die, um or they are true in a way that you weren't expecting and someone dies, usually the person you love.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a nasty prank.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> kind of get why Ahsoka just dipped. <laughs>
1: yeah i think i would make the decision that ahsoka and uh the jedi exile made every single time just nah nah now this sucks jesus are the night
0: sisters taking interviews (laughs) (laughs) they are for pins god (laughs) has there ever been
1: an order thirstier for pins (laughs) Not since the days of the wolfpack, or like all of the spooky build too. Oh man, man, the fucking, sh- fucking crow sting exists outside <laughs> of the context of wrestling too. The <laughs> night sisters were crow sting. <laughs> yeah. They were the fiend Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Lots of spooky build, and then they took Lots a spooky... really bad pin. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I feel bad. They, they, they were so cool. Oh, man. We were supposed to be talking about this last short. I'm just, like, so fucking... Man, I'm so sorry, Dathomir. <laughs> you know, the, the the fans are really high on Dathomir.
0: <laughs> I guess the, the guys backstage didn't see the appeal. <laughs> they didn't see the appeal.
1: He doesn't have it. He's got a big ass. as a long pause. <laughs> feed him to Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't even feed him to Dooku. They fed him to Grievous. Ooh. That's like... That's like you don't even Lex get, Luger. They like Lex Luther Luger is the one that gets you gives you the pin. Or fucking no Goldberg. Like <laughs> forty-eight like 50, 50 something year old Goldberg is the one who pins you. Concusses you in your path.
0: Okay. Okay, we're from the night sisters again in a bit. For am going get get back to this short. Sure. It's uh, a simple tale of a traumatized man struggling with destiny and I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like the sort of off-kilter, azokin look of the thing. Yes, yeah,
1: Star style was awesome.
0: I thought that was awesome. That was... It plots on very well to this sort of wanderer in a strange place kind of plot.
1: Very much felt like it was taking place on this strange alien world that, again, just didn't feel like it was necessarily like the main Star Wars universe at all yeah yeah like yeah. it felt more like a fantasy world than a star wars world which that's not to its detriment at all
0: and there's some things that happen with the plot that i find interesting but these are short films i can't really get into plot specifics i will mm-hmm. just outlining the whole thing and i don't know it just might take something out of it if someone is into it but i'll just abridge my reaction to i liked it on the whole yeah and i thought yeah again this is another strong sort and now I can get to my main point, which is this is a very strong collection, and thank God they took a wide swing at this, because yeah. if there's one thing that hurt them in recent memory, it's that super conservative turn they took after The Last Jedi.
1: Yes, I, uh, I didn't like when they did that at all. Yeah, and I'm really
0: glad that after seeing the comparative results of The Last Jedi and the ouchies that they took afterwards... That they are perhaps opening themselves up to the more... to hey, do something interesting. Yeah, do something innovative and ultimately more entertaining path. Yeah.
1: I mean, like... Star Wars is so monolithic at this point, right? That you basically just can use it as a brush to paint whatever fucking picture you want to paint. Very much so. And I like that that was where their head was at with this. When they basically... They seem to have given all these studios more or less just license to kill. It's
0: worked really well in these animated shows and things. And it's also worked out well in video games because their video game oeuvre contains things as variable in tone and content as your Kotor or your Forced Unleashed, which have no overlap in the things that make them great. No, not at all. I think. Lit- and are still great extensions of this franchise there
1: have been so many great star wars games that you you sometimes forget that there were quite a few not great star wars games it's true like the force Unleashed 2 for instance which was seven <laughs> minutes long threnody for the victims of crunch <laughs> you know your force Unleashed twos your uh actually both of the jedi starfighter games are good or there's Starfighter, then there's Jedi Starfighter. Those were like both fine. I think uh, I was
0: a lover of the just the Rogue Blank series of games. I have no idea how the EA-ified one went, if that came out at all or whatever.
1: Oh, you mean Squadrons? Yeah, I didn't play yeah, it.
0: Yes, Squadron lead, lead Leader. But yes,
1: Rogue Squadron, Rogue Leader, Rebel Strike. All three great. I think Rogue Leader ends up being the best one. That's the third one. the Second one. That was the second one. That was that was a good ass that time. That's a, that a GameCube
0: gen, right? Yeah. Yeah, I really loved that. I, listen, just hop in an A-Wing in that game, play Aces High, and Go start fast. stacking heads. <laughs> like a lot of you, I spent infinite amounts of time in Battlefronts 1 and 2. The space, battle, space Battles and 2 were a great time. I and, love the Space
1: Battles and 2. They were know, unpolished, but they were so fun.
0: I know it was very possible to conduct very efficient commando raids in that game, but the Red Comet had to fly. No, man, Aces
1: High. Yeah. Fight to win.
0: In fact, it was kind of nice in mode where they, that you could just punish people for their commando-based cowardice in Starfighters by just plucking the carriers out of the air and saying, "And that's what you get." <laughs> 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 Try to step on everyone else's fun. So, Star Wars Visions. I want you to just carry this lesson to the powers that be. Mm-hmm. More like this. More shit like this, especially in video games. In yeah, more like this, especially in video games. Remember that doing shit like this worked out for you and how The Last Jedi worked out. And remember the dull, throbbing pain in your balls that came with trying to play
1: the safe route. Make the Ninth Jedi into a series. Also, yes. It'd yes. be so sick. It would it would please my
0: many parts. Mm. Anyway, this has been Wee Buhel. Hell. It's Wee Hell. Thanks for listening, folks. Fuck 12.
1: Fuck 12. But may the Force be with you you <laughs>